really nice bloke, Steve. As it goes, lovely chap. Yeah. Call, calling a man a nice chap must be the biggest insult to any football manager. <laughs> Not saying anything. Join in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. Rugby Daily on Off The Ball with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's all on your doorstep. Hello there and you're very welcome to Tuesday's Rugby Daily with me, Anne-Marie Donlan. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's on your doorstep. Coming up, referee announced for Ireland's Paris showdown. What has Joe Schmidt brought to the New Zealand setup? And World Rugby looks ahead to genuinely competitive tournament in eight years' time. But first, let's hear from inside the Irish camp. And Keith Earls has been speaking ahead of Saturday night's World Cup quarter final with New Zealand. Ireland topped their pool coming into this and have a 100% record so far at the tournament. While New Zealand have gained momentum since their opening loss to hosts France, Andy Farrell's side go into the game ranked number one in the world but may be scarred by the heavy defeat to the All Blacks at this exact stage four years ago. Limerick winger Earls feels though that there is barely anything between the two sides. No, I, I still think they're, they're world-class thing. I think the, the view is different different on ourselves. Um, you know, as Irish people we can lack a lot of, a lot of confidence and, and be... I suppose a small bit too humble at times. Um, you know, we've done an awful lot of work on ourselves, and the coaches have done a lot of works on on getting us to, to believe that uh, that we can play a certain brand of rugby that can make us compete with with anyone in the world. So I think that's that's the most important thing for us was, I suppose, getting us to start believing in ourselves. The 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 rugby that we can play can um, you know if we get it right on any day which which we've shown over the last number of years that we can we can compete and and and, and beat most teams Ireland will also have genuine belief following their 2-1 comeback series win over Saturday's opposition last summer which was on New Zealand soil Earls has given a really interesting insight into how they went about the series after losing the first test I, th- I think we just after after that loss, the first loss in Auckland, we we just we just sat down and have a conversation that, you know, I suppose we didn't really fire that many shots in the in the first test. Um, you know, we scored one or two tries, but to to play like that for for 80 minutes, we knew we had to be on every moment. Um, you know, we lost a lot of moments in the, in that first test, and you know, we had a good chat and we understood what it take t- took to beat him and. You know, I think it it came through on the on the second and third test. So um, yeah, we we know that for 80 minutes and for most moments, we we, we nearly have to be perfect and to, to to beat them. And I think that's what happened um, in the second and third test. Keith Earls there speaking ahead of Ireland's last eight clash at the World Cup with New Zealand on Saturday. And speaking of that game, Wayne Barnes has been appointed as the referee. The English official was the man in the middle for Ireland's victory over the All Blacks in that third test last summer. Now, a look at the New Zealand side of things. And so much of this game has centred around Joe Schmidt, the former Ireland head coach who is now in the All Blacks backroom team. There is concern amongst 
some that he knows too much about the Irish setup, a sentiment Ian Foster has alluded to, saying he'll tap into their game plan. Aaron Smith and Rico Loane were in front of the press today and have described his impact since he joined them last year. Joe's just, he, he sees the game in a, in a very detailed view and I think, um, especially with us backs, you know, his, his work in sort of noticing trends and um, other teams attacking defences is what sort of separates him and just the detail he, he goes into and I think for us, um, trying to find those one percenters is, can be quite hard but with Joe, um, he makes, you know, the, the sort of view of the game um, a lot easier by, by the way he understands it. So, um, yeah, he's definitely helped us um, quite a bit. Yeah, I agree with Rico. A um, lot of experience. Um, always has clips to show you if you ask. So you've got to be careful what you ask him because it uh, <laughs> could cost you 20 minutes. But um, he's been, well, the last sort of 18 months, I've really enjoyed connecting with him. As Rico said, he sees little things in the game that isn't anything extra he sees the positives in your own skill sets and sort of doubles down on that. And uh, a lot of the stuff is a lot around just effort. And lastly, looking to the tournament as a whole and World Rugby chairman Bill Beaumont has hailed the first month's action and has promised the sport's lesser nations that they would get more chances to be competitive on the world stage. He's also said that the organisation must and will do everything to give greater certainty and opportunity to Tier 2 nations. Discussions about a new global calendar are ongoing which emerging nations will hope will offer more competitive games. He has said that Tier 2 nations are central to their discussions on a reimagined international calendar and has promised a genuinely competitive tournament in 2031. And that's all for today's Rugby Daily with thanks to Deliveroo. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed to keep this podcast coming to you every day for free in your feeds. Rugby Daily on Off The Ball with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's all on your doorstep.